you're walking down the sidewalk and, and there's a rock in your shoe and you just keep walking, you just keep walking and man, that really hurts. Um, and you know, and you can get a, a pill to take away the pain and the pill kind of helps you take away the pain. And then you just keep walking, you just keep walking. And then all of a sudden the rock is kind of cutting in your foot and then you get a bandaid for the cut and you just keep walking, you just keep walking and then you get an infection and you know, then you got to take another pill for the infection. And really the kind of, the point of my story is when you find the right person, you can just get, you can just get right to the source. So you need to find the person that is going to tell you or help you get the rock out of your shoe and you wouldn't have had these problems to begin with. So hello everyone and welcome to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. This is episode four, and this is also day 37 of the COVID-19 quarantine self-isolation. It's uh, it's funny that we're at day 37 now. I think every time we record uh, another episode, I always think in two more weeks, things will maybe have changed. We'll be back to normal life, but uh, yeah, it's day 37. It's kind of crazy how the days are flying by. Yes, considering we... Um, our home and our, our day isn't packed with uh, running back and forth to coach or with work. It is actually insane how fast time is flying. And I've heard that from a few people. So I know we're not alone in that thought. Yeah, it's actually kind of, I think, crazy too, how we've uh, been saying a lot of this to people I've talked to this week that we've, um, yeah, as far as we know, I think ourselves and the people we know have kind of adjusted quite well to the new normal, I think, um, you know, which is good to hear. And if anybody maybe doesn't feel like they've adjusted, we would, uh, yeah, I guess love to help you or chat with you, but, um, yeah, we're doing okay. Uh, I think my, my ongoing joke is we're not eating cat food yet <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that. We're doing good. And, um, yeah, life's a bit slower, I guess. And we have more time on our hands, but we're kind of adjusting quite well and yeah, still enjoying life. And I think we wish we could go back to our jobs and seeing the, the people we love every day. But, um, yeah, for now, this is kind of just the way it is. Yeah, so we thought we'd kind of kick things off with just an update and what's new with our um, lives in the last two weeks. Yeah, we'd love to hear what's new with you guys, but yeah. the podcast is kind of a one-way conversation, <laughs> so uh, we can't really hear from from you, but we're going to tell you, I guess, what's new on our end. Yeah, so very exciting around here. Our daughter, um, if you're listening and you don't know us, uh, our daughter's name is Paxton, and she just celebrated her first birthday on Sunday. So that was super exciting. Um, Zach and I did not have any big hoopla plans even before all of this COVID came around. Uh, so we were definitely missing a few grandparents and some aunts and uncles uh, at the celebration. But it was going to be small no matter what. And it was small and perfect. And yeah, um, it was a great day. Like you said, yeah. Uh, it probably was almost the same yes. and, uh, she's also just one and probably had no clue anyway, <laughs> but we had an, I guess an awesome day at home. Yeah. 
um, on my end as well. Very exciting. On my life's bucket list, I have joined a book club with some uh, lovely ladies, most of them rockers, I think. And we're kind of doing a virtual book club. And I am just pumped. I'm, of course, behind on the reading, but that's okay because I'm I'm doing it. I've I'm never been in a book club either. We're going to see if the <laughs> I'm left, really uh, excited. Yeah. Either we got to find a male book club or a co-ed book club. Yeah. Hey, you can join. You can, you can read. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's, what? what's new on my end? Um, I'm getting out of my pajamas sooner. That's kind of been a goal of mine. Uh, I don't know if that was last week or this week, but just kind of realized that I have this awesome Darth Vader onesie. Um, I don't actually wear it it. as as pajamas. I kind of put it up when I get up in the morning and more my my coffee PJs, I suppose. It's basically his version of a house coat. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I think I've been loving it a bit too much lately. and It's been creeping further and further into the day. So I think in (laughs) an attempt to feel normal and get back to normal, um, yeah, I've kind of made it a staple uh, in my day just to change into regular grown-up clothes and um yeah try to get out of the sweats a bit sooner i find the earlier in the day i can just kind of put on some nice clothes like almost pretending i have something important to do it actually makes me feel better and then i find i'm much more productive in the next few hours the uh the darth vader onesie it's probably not my most dragging you to the dark side (laughs) yeah not my most productive outfit um yeah which is kind of funny and Hope you guys get a laugh, I guess, out of that one. But I also think it's it's actually kind of a, an important topic we were talking about. I just think as far as, um, you know, this is the new normal, but I don't think the new normal has to be lazy or unhappy or unproductive. So I guess a very small tip, I think, would be, um, yeah, I guess even if you have nowhere to go, you could still put on some nice clothes. I think we all feel better, kind of look better, feel better. So when we uh, comb our hair, have a shower, brush our teeth, put on some nice clothes, I think all of a sudden I got twice the energy and all of a sudden I'm getting stuff done so that was kind of what's new for me this week um well also I've been brushing up on my haircutting skills and I'm, I think there's a lot of friends and partners probably doing the same that uh yeah the at-home haircuts the at-home haircuts are I think making a comeback here yeah we got the Hopefully get no one's using home. the vacuum but uh yeah. or the bowl <laughs> we got the at-home workout program we're gonna have to do uh at home haircut video soon and uh, maybe nobody wants my haircut though so maybe that's not a good good promo but yeah I actually cut my dad's hair this week as well but um yeah I think as soon as this is over I'll I'll still rush back to my barber I love my barber but for now I think you're doing a great job Jen (laughs) thank you um yeah the next thing we're kind of talking about over the last couple weeks just something we want to throw into our, our podcast as well people um Yes, oftentimes people are kind of reaching out and asking for book suggestions or what's the last book you read or what are you reading now? So Jen and I were going to kind of quickly touch on the last book we read, the book we are maybe currently reading, and then the book that's coming up next. Um, You want to start it off? Yeah, so I just finished, I actually borrowed from a friend, The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. Um, Absolutely loved it and um, yeah, highly recommend it. It's a really easy read and I've yeah, you'll kind of hear more about that later. Um, the book that I am currently reading with the book club, and I hope I pronounce this right, but I've been saying the Roanoke Girls. Um, 
hopefully that's the right pronunciation. If not, I'm going to be kicked out of the book club. And then I think... Yeah, I've read the cover and I can't help either. (laughs) Uh, I think the next one on my list uh, is going to be one of Zach's books. So I'll let him talk about that one. Right. And that's kind of how it's working for me too. But (laughs) we go back and forth. The the last book I finished reading... um, Was this the last book? Might have been... Second last. Yeah. Well, anyway, the last couple I finished were, um, the first one was Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Um, It was kind of a super easy read because it has a hundred very small chapters. Each chapter is like a page or page and a half. Um, Yeah, just about not sweating the small stuff in life. And it was just an awesome book. I think, um, yeah, just kind of hit me at the right time. And it's kind of one of those books that uh, I'll probably kind of read through I don't know, every year it just has a lot of good, I think, life lessons to kind of stay calm and stay in control. Um, That might have been the last book, but uh, I also wanted to mention um, this one as well because this might have been the actual last book I read, but this one is, excuse me, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Um, It's a a book that Jen read maybe a year ago or two years ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's kind of been always on my list to to read through. I've loved her her Netflix show. I think is called is it called Tidying Up on Netflix? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, her book was awesome, and it's kind of funny. A book about tidying up or cleaning up your house seems like a boring read, but I actually enjoyed it. And then I really enjoyed putting some of her tips to to use. We kind of decluttered our clothes and our bedroom and our closets last week, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. It was very exciting and it's, it's kind of one of those books that you, I just feel like you'll reference it um, kind of as you go through the process if you decide to go through the process. Sometimes we sound like, I don't know if we sound like losers if the right word is, but we talk about how fun it was to <laughs> clean, Tidy our, up our clean our closet. room and clean our closet, but um, maybe it was fun. I guess it brought us joy. It, it makes us feel, I don't know, I think it makes more us organized. feel yeah, yeah. More, more at peace and calm in our house. So. Um, yeah, that was kind of the last book I read. The book I'm currently reading is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And yeah, just another awesome book about dealing with obstacles and adversity and basically how we should always be ready for it and expect it. And yeah, it kind of explains how the hard path is the path. And I think, um, I mean, as I'm reading that book right now, it's it, it's almost like he wrote that book for the period we are currently in. It's just, it's got so many, I think just good lessons to kind of stay, um, yeah, kind of in control. So I'm really enjoying the obstacles the way. And then the book, um, I want to read next would be Jen's last book, the happiness project. So that's kind of where we are with our nerding out and our, our book clubs, I guess that we're, well, I don't think the nerding out ends there, but, um, Yeah, I mean, we we kind of talked about we are doing well, we are loving life, we are loving the family time, but I think as the weeks have kind of passed, um, I know for myself and I think Zach as well, there was a little bit of frustration um, kind of at the end of the week that would come when we realized that not a lot seemed to be getting done. We have, you know, all this time and I think... um, maybe procrastinating or maybe we're not taking the advice uh, of the people that we read about and listen to Um, just actually making a plan of action and then putting that plan into place we had um, just things that we want to get done so for example I'm working on a course and you know a week a week would go by and I I wouldn't work on it at all which seems crazy because we 
are technically home all yeah. day. I imagine a lot of people are kind of struggling with that as well. It's it's kind of weird when we give more time. Yeah, we have all this time, but it's it's kind of up in the air. It's it's unscheduled time. There's no you know I guess you know every day feels like Sunday. Every day feels like Saturday. There's nothing really on the agenda, so I guess we find the stuff that is important just kind of keeps getting pushed back and we know what's important. It's just funny how, like I said, when every day feels like Sunday, it's kind of a feeling of, oh, we'll get it done later or we'll yeah, get it we done all tomorrow this time. or we'll get it done next week. And I think we also realize that um, we will get back to normal life soon. And I guess we, you know, I don't know, we don't know when it's going to be, but I think we've kind of agreed that we don't want all this time to pass and then look back and be like, geez, we didn't really do a whole lot. And, um, even and don't get us wrong. We, yeah. we love like job number one for both of us is just being a mom and dad. And we're loving that. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, we'd love, again, we love all the pauses that come with it. I yeah. think we're just trying to be, um, yeah, extra efficient with our time. Yeah. And so reading like, uh, the happiness project, Gretchen Rubin talks a lot about, uh, tracking and kind of having, a resolution chart or an, an actions chart to help keep her on track um, with all the things that she's trying to incorporate into her life. And so I think our project this week is really defining what some of those things are. So for a personal example, again, working on that course, I've decided that two hours a week is a really good goal for me right now. And I've actually scheduled that Tuesdays and Thursdays during Paxton's first nap at 9am. That's when I work on it for one hour. So even in my head, I just feel calmer and I feel like I have a plan to follow. And now it's a lot easier for me to follow through versus kind of doing whatever during that time. And then again, being frustrated at the end of the week. Yeah. So if anybody's feeling kind of the same way, it's almost like a, yeah, it's a bit of an anxious feeling or an overwhelming feeling. And, and, um, you know, Ben Bergeron's big on this too, about mm -hmm. creating the action plan and basically creating goals for yourself or things you're going to accomplish this week and it could be as simple as plugging in you know your course for a couple hours a week and um yeah action is the antidote to anxiety so we need to um, if we're feeling a bit overwhelmed or a bit anxious with things get them out of your head get them onto paper or get them onto i guess a whiteboard something you can kind of yeah you don't have to think about anymore you can just see it and then you can start to work towards you know, accomplishing that task a couple times a week or kind of whatever you want to do with that. Yeah. And I think, um, we will let you guys know how this goes. This is kind of week one and we're still trying to really define, uh, what those small tasks are, but we will provide an update in a future podcast. Yeah. I kind of been chipping away a bit this week too, and trying to think about all of the things that I want to accomplish, I guess, personally and, um, you know, professionally, professionally with the business and even as a dad or a husband, but just, um, yeah, I like kind of putting a few things down on the list and then I can, you know, work towards those, those goals. And I, I the, the first thing I wrote down was, I, you know, one of my goals personally, and maybe that falls under that personal category. Maybe it's the family category, but no screens, uh, one day a week. Um, it's been something I've been wanting to do for a while, but to, put my phone away the entire day and just, um, yeah, be extra present with everybody and not have to worry about checking emails or social media or checking text. So kind of, yeah, we'll let you guys know how that goes and hopefully we can give you some more advice in, in two weeks. 
Yeah. I think um, our main topic and what we really wanted to dive into today is uh, in the network category of the Super Six. And it's about building your healthcare team, team being the key word there. So just people in your network that have to do with your health and well-being. Yeah. And we've had this come up, I think, quite a few times. Um, yeah. With, with friends and family and, and members. Whoever, yeah, whoever it is, just dealing with different things in their life, whether it's, uh, you know, injuries or personal stuff. But we often put all of our problems or issues or injuries kind of onto one person. And usually that person is your, your doctor, your GP. And we just kind of wanted to, um, you know, we've had this discussion with people before just about, yeah, kind of creating your own healthcare team or kind of finding the right people for what you're dealing with. And, yeah. um, we both kind of wanted to say here that this is, this is not a hit to doctors or GPs. We absolutely love our doctors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not um, taking anything away from the doctor, but really trying to expand people's horizons a little bit and add people so that they don't feel like their doctor is the only go-to. And so we're going to start with, you know, what to look for in any healthcare professional. And we're talking uh, chiropractor, massage therapist, osteopath, acupuncture, naturopath, uh, a counselor, a CrossFit ho- coach, a CrossFit coach, yeah. um, a holistic nutritionist, anyone that is helping you uh, get well mm-hmm. and and get back fitter. The, yeah, and, and back to the things that you love doing or helping you with with the things that you love most. So the first thing that I kind of had written down under what to look for in this person, whatever field they might be in, is find someone that listens. So they, and and these may seem very simple, but they're not rushing you. They're not. And we've had this happen a ton. Uh, there's right. A a member will come in and tell us that someone ridiculed them for doing CrossFit. Uh, someone was laughing that that's what they wanted to do. So someone that listens and takes your goals very seriously, um, without any kind of backlash or, ridiculing or whatever it may be that it is that you want to do. Yeah. And listen, you know, the word listen, I think it's kind of misinterpreted a lot because I think we all think we listen. And I mean, that's a skill I think we all can improve on as well, but you know, listening for sure. But are, do they understand you, you know, and, and understand how important these things are to you? You know, if you love mountain biking, and you come across someone who says you can never mountain bike again. Um, I just don't buy it. And I personally would go find somebody else in that field that is going to be more along the lines of, okay, let's get you back to mountain biking. It's going to take these steps to get you there. But I think someone who listens to you, understands you, understands what's important to you. That's kind of who we want to work with because those people will help you the most. Yeah, a quote that I I found well, it was probably two maybe plus years ago by Julie Weeb, who's a, a physical therapist in the states. Um, she just said that her client, you know, wrote her this email and said, you know, you didn't try to change me, 
And that was the biggest thing. And, and it was so rewarding for her to hear. But if you love to mountain bike or run or CrossFit, whatever it may be, they're there to help support that um, and support you in those goals, not to try and change your mind about what you should be doing in life and what brings you joy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think clearly we are in the CrossFit world and the CrossFit field. So a lot of the times when, when this stuff comes across our plate, it's usually related to, I mean, 99% of the time it's, it, it seems to be related to CrossFit or maybe running. Running's, you know, I think pretty popular for people. And um, yeah, we, we just find it, you know, a little bit crazy, a little bit sad that someone would give you kind of this ultimatum that, um, yeah, you can, you know, you hurt your back, you can never do CrossFit again, or you hurt your knee, you can never run again. And we just don't think, we don't think it's so black and white. And we know there's other professionals out there. We know lots of, um, yeah, great healthcare professionals that I don't think think things are that black and white and there should always be a strategic plan to kind of get you back to the things you love. You know, we were kind of talking this before, like if you, if you break your foot, someone might say, yeah, I mean, you, you can't run for, for three bit. to yeah. four <laughs> weeks or something. So we're not saying ignore your injuries and just hit the pavement again. But, um, yeah, finding people that are going to join your team that are kind of in it with you that are there to support you, not really tell you how to live your life. And it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just tough to hear that. It's happened quite a few times, you know, a member, a long-term member at our gym and they're changing their life. They're improving their life through CrossFit. We love the relationship. And then, you know, they kind of have a minor setback and which is normal, I think in any sort of activity, but um, yeah, to hear that someone, you know, in the healthcare field told them that they can never do CrossFit again. Um, yeah, it's a little bit, just a little bit frustrating because um, we just don't think that's kind of the way. Yeah. Um, next on the list is finding someone that lets you ask questions and or voice concerns. So this is something that's, you know, I mean, it should be important to everyone, but I've run into this a lot. Um, one of the reasons I love my doctor is because she knows that, I have, you know, I like to do a little bit of research on things. I like to know maybe a little bit more about what's going on than just taking a prescription or, um, you know, following a plan. I, I like to kind of know where her head's at and where she's going and what the end result is going to be. And so finding someone that lets you ask questions and voice your concerns and just lets you talk it through with them again, whether it's your massage therapist or your chiropractor um, or anyone on your team, you have to be able to go both ways. It's not just a, uh, they say it and you do it and, and you don't get an opinion. It's, it's a team effort and they're there to support you're You're there to support each other. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, kind of goes back to kind of our last point too, is that no one needs to tell you what you can or can't do. And I think, um, I mean, you still have to be reasonable. <laughs> you still have to kind of use some common sense here, but, um, yeah, you should be able to find people, like Jen said, that are going to support you. Uh, the last thing I had on the list is to find someone that supports that team approach uh, that we're kind of talking about today. And so the big reason behind this way of thinking, and it's it's basically what functional medicine is all about, is that the body is a system. Everything is connected. We can't really treat or fix 
one thing at a time or in silos, meaning, you know, this doctor deals with that and that doctor deals with that and no one communicates um, or talks to each other. That's just, I don't think that's the way ahead. I think the way ahead is to have a doctor that then refers you or yeah a crossfit coach can work with a physio and the physio can work with the chiropractor exactly the chiropractor can work with the doctor and circles back around to the doctor can work with the crossfit coach i don't know why this happens to be the case sometimes where people get very very defensive in their field and sometimes finds the need to i guess criticize other people in other fields and um yeah we've been around the block a few times with different injuries and different, um, yeah, sports over the years. And I mean, we've, geez, we've seen almost every type of person, every field, and, um, we kind of love a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, smart, (laughs) smart, very well educated people who are, we're all here to help other people and help people live their best life. I just think, um, yeah, we should be definitely working together. It should be a connected system, not, um, yeah, not so broken up. Yeah, and not ridiculing another practitioner or, you know, kind of throwing what they have to say aside. Uh, and I think that leads me, you know, right into my next point, which is, you know, why are our doctors are only part of our team um, and why it should be that team approach, which is what I just talked about is how everything really is connected. Um, yeah, and a great, you know, a great uh, analogy or, or kind of quote comes to mind here is, um, Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, um, you know, just a brilliant guy. And he says so many brilliant things, but, um, this one I really loved. He kind of talked about that the, the doctor is the lifeguard, you know, if, if kind of health is the analogy or, um, sorry, the ocean is kind of the analogy for health that, uh, the doctor is the lifeguard. So when you are drowning, when you need help, you know, your, your life needs saving that, you know, the doctors are kind of the, that, that last line of defense and they are amazing. Um, we, we've needed them from time to time. I mean, from, you know, delivering our baby and, and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Making um, our baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, doctors serve an amazing purpose, but they're the lifeguard. And then what we kind of need to think of, um, as far as our health goes is that we need to find lots of swim coaches, um, you know, and, and we kind of think we fall under that swim coach category. So, um, we're basically here to, you know, help people swim is the analogy, but basically we don't want to drown. We don't want to need our, um, our life saved. Right. So we don't, um, yeah, again, this is, this is not a, a negative towards doctors. We love our doctors and they, they, they do an amazing job. I just think far too often they are the only part of our healthcare team and people often go to them um, with every single concern where we think you could branch off to um, someone that's better trained in that specific area to help you absolutely basically and yeah find find some swim coaches to um, get you back to shore (laughs) yeah exactly but uh, yeah it's 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 about teaching you how to live a better life Um, so again we hope that uh we hope that helps. So, I mean, I think a, a personal example for me, and again, couldn't love my doctor more. Um, she's nowhere near retirement, so I'm super excited about that because we're going to be with her for a long time. But, you know, as much as I do um, 
love her opinion and her approach and everything like that. She would not be my first choice for, you know, a tweaked neck or let's just say I kind of jam my wrist doing something. Um, sore back. Sore back. She's, she's just not my first choice for that because that's not technically her area of expertise. I mean, she's going to give me, she's certainly going to give me her best advice that she can, but she's not a specialist in those areas. And it does, yeah, it kind of doesn't fall into that category of being serious or last line of defense, right? Um, I think if we think about those issues, okay, my back is sore, or I hurt my back. We need to find the the people in those fields that focus solely on those fields. Mm-hmm. Doctors have such a, a wide um, field of knowledge, which which is amazing. I just, they're just not trained as well, I don't think, as you know, you could say a chiropractor or a physiotherapist. Um, yeah, so. To get you moving in, in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and so, again, another personal example, you know, I had a baby. At 12 weeks, you go to see your doctor. Of course, I would go see my doctor. You know, she's really there to make sure that everything is okay. There's no blazing concerns, um, no infections, nothing abnormal. But beyond that, I mean, she's really just giving me the green light to kind of start my athletic life again. She's certainly not trained, nor would I ever expect her. And this to, is twelve weeks. This uh, is postpartum. Sorry, yeah, twelve weeks postpartum. Yeah. Um, she's she's really not trained, and I would never expect her to sort of walk me back into lifting and running and jumping and all those things again. No, she's not a CrossFit specialist or an exercise specialist, and that's okay. That's not her job. She's also not a pelvic floor expert. And um, so, I mean, as far as your return to... Yeah, like my pelvic floor physiotherapists were absolutely critical in me figuring out what I needed to do and kind of helping me back to getting where I wanted to be um, athletically. Uh, And again, that's nothing taken away from my doctor, but I needed that that other step and that individualization, uh, just like if I had a wrist or shoulder or something like that, I would be going to physio or, um, you know, or massage and trying to work things out myself before I kind of went to that last, last line of defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think neck, shoulder, back, knee tweaks, injuries, uh, very common. Um, I mean, yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of injuries over the years, most of them kind of before CrossFit, kind of throughout my, my hockey career, but, um, um, sorry, before my CrossFit career, but, um, yeah, I mean, if I was to kind of tweak my neck, which has happened in the past, um, again, I'm just, I'm just not going to my doctor. Um, my doctor is incredible. That is not who I'm going to see. I need to find somebody who knows a little bit about what I do in CrossFit and a lot about, necks and how to get my neck moving again and the muscles to relax and things like that so we just always think there's there's someone out there who specializes in what's going on well and especially when they do take that area of specialization they're typically also doing tons of continuing ed and they're keeping up on things in the field specific to their area of focus whereas again 
you know, a doctor is just is so, so broad. They could never be expected to stay on top of absolutely everything coming out in all those different directions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the, the last thing that we wanted to just chat about was sort of our team and we're not getting into, you know, who we see, you know, if you want to know who we see, just message us or email us. We're happy to share. Um, yeah. And if you have, again, l- just like if you came to me with a sore neck, I'm not about to crack your neck and tell you what yeah, to do. We, we also are going to refer you to someone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We, I don't know what, you know, there's an expert in that field. I don't know what field we're experts in. We, we love CrossFit. We love trying to help people out. So, I mean, we're here kind of to guide you in the right direction for sure. So if you have any issues, I mean, we'd be glad to uh, lend you some advice or. Yeah. And we, we right know direction. a lot of people in the community, which is yeah. helpful. So, um, there's lots of people to draw on for knowledge. And so, you know, our goal specifically, Zach and I, is to basically see our doctor once a year for our physical. Maybe it's a little bit more with, with Paxton now, but... Um, yeah, if the time... I mean, we know if, if we needed to see our doctor, we would go. But essentially, we think kind of the goal for everybody is to be so healthy and happy and fit that you don't actually need your doctor. Yeah. You and just when check you in. have a sore shoulder, you go see your sore, sore shoulder guy. And, um, again, we don't know who that is for you right now. We kind of know who it would be for us if we, um, had an issue, but like we've kind of been saying the, the doctor is the lifeguard, you know, um, yeah. kind of the last line of defense, not, not the first person you go see. So for us regularly, and that means every four to six weeks, we um, both see a chiropractor and a massage therapist. And we, we try to be fairly consistent with that kind of. Yeah, definitely. That's part of our kind of our maintenance schedule. Um, and it's worked very well. Yeah, very well over the last, I'm trying to think, eight years or so. Yeah. Being a little bit better at it. And that schedule has been a little bit messed up now because we've been yeah either stuck at home or we're walking up and down the the bike paths but we are not seeing anybody right now and um yeah like we said we'll we'll kind of get back to that schedule when when life gets back to normal yeah um the other people that are that are definitely on our team though even in um again if you're listening from somewhere else we're in Brandon Manitoba uh you know we see a naturopath and it's not someone that we feel like we need to see every whatever, just, you know, four to six weeks or something. But if there's any kind of issue or even sometimes if I need to talk through something, um, I've gone to a naturopath, even for Paxton with some things. Um, Zach's seen an osteopath. We've done some acupuncture. It's, it's not part of our regular routine. Uh, like I said, pelvic floor physio for me was absolutely huge. And then if we do have any injuries you know physiotherapists um yeah i mean and we've listed yeah it's crazy our our healthcare team in brandon is is quite large but we've kind of talked about this before that even our healthcare team through social media and um websites and and the books we're reading is is also quite large like i mean we have people that we look up to as far as helping us with our stress levels. Well, absolutely. And that's what, you know, I was going to say too, is that we are lucky, um, you know, running a small business, we are, we do have benefits through our business, but I know that is not the case for everyone. And so I certainly understand that not everyone can, um, afford to go to chiropractor or massage regularly, or may not be able to see these people as, um, 
as easily as we have been able to. So expanding that network onto social media and finding people to follow, like there are such great videos and rehab videos. I mean, you can find so much stuff that you could even start to take, um, you know, a stab at maybe it, it is a small shoulder tweak, start, you know, start to do some rehab stuff for it. Um, so yeah, we're certainly not saying that everyone can see all of these people, but reaching out on social media is another great option. And yeah, talking to friends, family, see, you know, if someone really loves someone, that's, that's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like we said before, if you don't know where to start, I mean, you should hopefully have someone in your network that can help you kind of get started. And I mean, um, you know, it could be your doctor, but again, just from our experience, um, you know, not all of them, maybe you kind of don't know where, you know, they don't know where to point you in the right direction. And, and sometimes, you know, you get a prescription for some neck pain, but, um, you know, kind of the other analogy I had was, um, you know, you're, you're walking down the sidewalk and, and there's a rock in your shoe. And you just keep walking, you just keep walking, and man, that really hurts. Um, and you know, and you can get a a pill to take away the pain, and the pill kind of helps you take away the pain. And then you just keep walking, you just keep walking, and then all of a sudden, the rock is kind of cutting in your foot. And then you get a band aid for the cut. And you just keep walking, you just keep walking, and then you get an infection. And you know, then you got to take another pill for the infection. And really, the kind of the point of my story is when you find the right person, you can just get, you can just get right to the source. So you need to find the person that is going to tell you or help you get the rock out of your shoe and you wouldn't have had these problems to begin with. So when you are suffering from neck pain, back pain, a, a pill is just not the answer. And, and we believe that, um, the answer could be complicated, but we kind of said this at the beginning of this whole talk is that the, the body is a, is a very complex system. Um, everything is connected, but we need to get to kind to kind of to the, um, the root of the problem. We need to get to the source. We need to get to that, to that rock and, and get the rock out of your shoe. Um, you know, we got to be careful that we're not trying to bandaid problems up, um, because they will just keep coming back. But I, I believe with, um, you know, enough due diligence and, research and kind of ownership that you can find that person that is going to get to the source of the problem. And and I think that's why we enjoy um, kind of exploring these different fields because we get to chat with so many different people and we, we respect them all and they are wicked smart and, and passionate about what they yeah, do. Yeah. Great education. And there's just so much to learn from them. And, and, I, yeah, I see different people for different problems and I kind of, you start to kind of learn kind of how to navigate yourself through, um, whatever issues you're kind of dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, the last part of this is just accepting that you, you might need some help from someone, um, whether that be for an injury or your doctor tells you that you need to eat, you know, healthier, you mean, you may need help in that direction. And so step yeah, one gonna, is, is accepting that help. Yeah. And there's going to be an expert in that field for sure. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Listen to your body, the body, your body is smart. It's very complex when there's something going on, it's trying to tell you something. So that's kind of the start of it. And then we need to, yeah, we need to build, um, kind of that healthcare team or, or seek out the right individual. Absolutely. So again, Look for someone that listens, 
that lets you ask questions. Yeah. If you want to get pointed in the right direction, please reach out anytime. And we will, um, like we've said, almost in every episode, we are not the experts and we don't have all of the answers, but we feel like we have, um, some decent enough, uh, decent knowledge for you that, uh, we could at least point you hopefully in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. We want to send off today, guys. Um, just saying thank you to everybody who, who kind of continues to support us. We've had lots of people reach out and local businesses reach out, always asking kind of how they can support us. And we are just kind of pumping out our get rocked at home, uh, workout program every single day on Instagram, um, at CrossFit underscore rocked. We are putting out a free workout of the day. Today was day 37 of that get rocked at home. And yeah, we just absolutely love, um, seeing all the different people doing our workouts out there. A lot of them are members. And then now we're starting to see some non-members and people from, you know, other cities and provinces. It's just been really awesome for us. We kind of, yeah, we just love that our rocker nation is kind of growing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're just so pumped because for a lot of people, we just have a big smile on your face and we're just saying, see, you can do CrossFit. You're doing CrossFit. (laughs) It's a little bit different. We're in our kitchen now uh, or in our backyard, but um, yeah, we're kind of excited to show people. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of one of the things that's uh, positive coming out of this is people, I think, get to see us see our faces a bit more online and, and kind of realize that we're, we're not these crazy crossfitters that everyone thinks we are. We're now outside of those four walls and we're, we're in our, uh, our kitchen, our backyard and just kind of having fun with workouts. So we, we really hope you guys are having fun with them as well. And, um, yeah, please check us out on Instagram and just enjoy the free workouts. That's kind of the, the thing that's bringing us a lot of joy right now. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat, for allowing us to use their music. Until next time, let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are. Yes.